Good morning, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. Do you think there's an internet in heaven? Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my demon, Cameron. How are you doing today? I'm here. No, it was an A-E, so you're more like a familiar. Oh, I'm a familiar? Yeah. Well, how are you doing? Good to see you, partner. <laughs> That's what my familiar sounds like. Makes sense. That tracks. <laughs> how are you doing today? I am so tired. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit around and do nothing. Yeah. So our listeners get to find out what happens when I'm so f- exhausted <laughs> great yeah great we have a huge day today yep we got basketball practice we got primary voting oh hell yeah we got taxes, taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a day today yeah so we thought we would treat ourselves yeah to a show called teen angel aaron because, La- yes, let me say yes, let me yes, say I, what i'm gonna okay. say this was a 20-minute show. It's on YouTube. Erin laughed more than I have ever heard her laugh in any show we've ever done. Maybe even shows we haven't done. Here's the thing, guys. This is what happens when I'm exhausted. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, sounds oh yeah. Like, sounds like excuses are coming up. We're going no, to have to get into so. it. I don't think so. I think I've lost my nut. To be quite honest, I, I think it's gone. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's just gone. I think it's gone. So, yes, we watched... I've cracked under the pressure, <laughs> leading the charge of anti-AI. <laughs> We've watched... You're leading the charge. I am. Yep. Didn't know I would die on a hill fighting robots, but there you go. <laughs> You're like Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Except for it's like re- really bad. So they don't bad. even get to have sex with these robots. It's, it's really bland writing that it's you're fighting not, against. <laughs> Your um, art isn't art, you dumbass. It's not art, it's plagiarism, you nerd. <sighs> um, so yeah, we want... Teen Angel wasn't plagiarized, I'll tell you that. Oh, hell no. That, we, I, this is a show that will challenge you. <laughs> it will challenge your beliefs, your cosmology. No, <laughs> you no will, You will walk away it's from Teen Angel. It's so stupid, I dare you guys not to laugh. Questioning everything about it. But we've also watched other things, so maybe we should talk about that. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Tila Tequila and the Masters of the Universe. (laughs) Tila Tequila and the Masters of the Universe. As you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, we always try to find a show at night, Mm -hmm. generally something animated for some reason. Yeah, animated, light. I don't don't like heavy shit at night. Like, it can be a little heavy, but it has to be mostly light. And so we were looking for something to watch. So we decided we would watch Kevin Smith's Netflix. Masters of the Universe. Which one was it? Revelations or Revolution? Which came first? Revelation came first. Revelation. Yeah, we watched Revelation first, as is the order of things. Yeah, as is the order of things. There's 15 episodes altogether. I have to say, I thought what happened to Tila was cool as shit. Uh, She looked awesome. And then... In Revolution, I was angry. Yeah, so so for people who don't know, so basically this is a show made by Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. and when it came out, it was accused by all the 40-year-olds as being too woke, because in the first episode, spoiler alerts, He-Man dies, yeah. like in the first episode, and yeah. so it becomes Tila Tequila's. <laughs> Her and Jonator. And Jonator. <laughs> Jonator is not a real character. That is Scareglow. Scareglow. Yeah. So here's what <laughs> happened, guys. So it's late. We're tired. And uh-huh. I'm and when I'm tired, I, I think Teen Angel's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. You know, I didn't make this many excuses when I laughed at uh, what a dummy. That's because you didn't have any excuses. (laughs) But okay, continue. And he he looks like Skeletor. Yeah. Right? But I didn't catch his name the first time. Right. And so I was like, oh, 
I'm going to name him John, and he's a Skeletor, so he's a Jonator. <laughs> and so from then on out, I was like, oh, no, Jonator is ruling the Subternia. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so he, he, I know nothing about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> you used to watch it as a kid and owned all the toys. And you're like, oh, so Jonator's coming back. And I was like, you know that's not his real name, right? <laughs> no, it took me like three seasons. <laughs> it took you forever. No, because what happened was, what happened was, it's like, when we watch these shows at night, if I roll onto my left side, <laughs> he falls that, asleep. That means I'm just like a minute yeah, away from falling. You missed the Evil Lynn and Skeletor makeout scene. I can't believe that, oh, and man. you didn't even rewind and it. And I was laughing so hard at it. Yeah, and then uh, I'm glad you finally see my point. <laughs> That's not the point I was looking for. And she takes a sword. It was awesome. But but, but what was cool is the show is so stupid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. In like a fun way. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got uh, your your lesbians with Andra well, and, and Tila. And like, so when we after He Man dies, Tila goes gay. <laughs> <laughs> she chooses to be gay. Apparently, I mean, like it's for her, it's a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, and she like she gets this like really like lesbian like. Is that a good? Can I describe? No, it like because that? I want that hair. Oh no! But I'm not gonna shave my hair. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shave half of it. The point is, she, I just think she looks really awesome. She looks awesome as shit. Yeah. And she's hanging out with Andra, and you're yeah. like, oh. An sh- interracial lesbian relationship. An interracial lesbian relationship, and you're like so on board for this this oh, yeah. whole time. Oh yeah. He's and shipping then, the hell out of that. And then they bring evil Lynn in. Oh my god, who's now good Lynn? Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Stupid, but like you bring evil in, in and it's just, and then you have Zaddy Man at Arms. Oh my god, Zaddy! <laughs> so, like, you have all this going on, and you're like, wow, this is a really female focused show. Yeah. It's like, it's Tila and Andra and Evil Lynn's show, yeah. And like, of course, all like I said, the 40 50 year olds who played with uh, you jerked off to Tila are like, oh, this isn't fair. Oh, the one true love is Tila. <laughs> And so, not I'm to spoil, I think everyone should watch this, honestly. It's so dumb. Oh, God, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Don't, don't, like, it, this isn't, like, a a recommendation on quality. <laughs> no, this is a recommendation on dumb. On dumb, stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, not to spoil it, but then, like. They have a lot of puns, and those are fun. They, they are really fun, and they have a lot of non-sequiturs with, yeah. like, <laughs> Skeletor talking about painting a boat granite colored. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no, I think we should just paint it granite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's crazy. Um, but uh, He Man comes back at the end. Mm-hmm. But like in like in Miss like the like, characters die in it like yeah. straight up die. Yeah. Important characters straight up die. Yeah. yeah. Like in in straight up characters die, mm-hmm. lose their souls. Oh yeah. And get sent to hell like good guys. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but He Man lives, and then the very last scene, the he and Tila are talking to one another, mm-hmm. and he like holds her hand, and then she blushes, and you're like, no, no. And I was like, no, no, no. They're just doing that as friends, mm. right? And then Masters of the Universe Revolution comes out. Yeah. This feels like it was the product of a lot of notes. Yeah. A lot of notes specifically addressing the concerns of the incel yeah. demographic. Yeah, let's let's uh suck the dicks of the incels here. Cause like I don't feel like I feel like um I know some of the writers that did Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. I know Kevin Smith well enough to know he knew what he was doing. Like yeah. he knew I'm making very clear coded gay characters yeah. here. And to go back on that so Well, hard, what pisses me off is you're only good if you have long hair if you're a woman. Yeah. That's also what really pisses me off. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because that was, a th- that was an artistic choice, yes. clearly. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I did not like that sort of sexist bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the longer a woman's hair is... The better of a person she is. Yes. And that's some bull... And the shorter it gets... The the, more evil she is. The more evil or disillusioned with with everything you are. So that's kind of crazy. So I would recommend, despite the fact that Keith David does a voice in Revolution... I fucking love Keith David. um, I would recommend watching Revelation. Mm. And if you choose to continue to Revolution... Do it knowing that certain... It becomes way more sexist, and um, Tila becomes way lame. She becomes lame. I mean, just 
entirely pathetic. Uh, she becomes lame. She just pines over He-Man the entire thing. I mean, like, there's, like, there's definitely things I liked there about the only- show. I like the fact that He-Man wasn't central to the first part. Yeah. I like the fact that when he was around, it was more about Adam's journey yeah. than He-Man's journey. Because yeah. we already know, like, that's, like... Like, uh, if you think of it like Superman, Superman is actualized. Yeah. He is as good as the person you can be. Yeah. And that's kind of what He-Man's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But Adam is the flawed character. So to watch his kind of journey was more interesting. I mean, me. even if they were going to make Tila's character straight, which they do apparently. Yeah. She shouldn't have been making out with He-Man. Yes. It should have been with Adam. And that was a problem we both and, had, too. And I was like, that, I could accept that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Adam's her dear friend. Who the fuck is He-Man? Exactly. He-Man is just like an avatar of Yeah. So, so I did not like that. The only part I liked was when, what's his name? And I'm not going to say his name because that's a spoiler. Uh, he goes, uh, they're starting to kiss in this, like, power swirl or whatever. Right. And everybody goes, what are they doing? And he goes, training. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Because I'm... they were training, quote, unquote, before when they were making out. They the almost park. made out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, like, even even the second part of it has its moments that are really funny. It does have its moments, but it's not very good. It's I'm not very, very good. I'm very upset with it, honestly. It kind of ruins the first part of it. It does. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily not recommend it. Keldor's hot as shit. Keldor's hot as shit. Man. Everybody's hot as shit. Everybody. Everybody is fucking ripped. Every- Even the old ladies. Yeah. Evil <laughs> Evil Lynn has like guns for days. She has guns for days. And I'm like carrying around that uh, Havoc staff must have really built you up. Oh, oh, I I don't want to give any more spoilers, but like Cringer has a great line in like one of the last episodes too, where he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna just oh the whole hug and thing." (laughs) You mean you could have hugged the power into me this whole time? (laughs) You could have hugged me into Battle Cat. It was really funny. There are some good lines, but it's. I just really did not like that second part. So now we, so just to kind of get this out of the way then, so now we are watching Voltron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I agree with you. You were saying this last night. It's really a sausage party. Ah, uh, damn sausage fest. I mean, so far, I don't hate it, but like. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying the only woman in it is a princess. She's the only woman is a princess <laughs> and like unlike the cartoons from the 80s where she was an active She doesn't lion, even control one of the parts now the dick part the dick part I mean, come on. <laughs> like a, a cannon comes out of his dick she's like i'm here boys <laughs> i got this um i mean we're not even through the first episode because apparently the first episode is like an hour oh long. my god yeah so maybe maybe that changes later but like right now it's just like five dudes so yeah. it's kind of like eh. boring yeah but that's not what we are here to talk about today. No, apparently not. We are here to talk about the... Oh, we've also been watching the new episodes of Resident Alien. Oh, yes. And those were good. Hilarious I... as hell. And Hunter happened to watch a scene. And it was the diarrhea scene. And he was laughing so hard. Yeah. He, he, he loved it. He loved it. Loved it. I was actually a little... Do you ever get like that with TV shows where like there's like a longer hiatus? Because I know like mm. COVID kind of happened yeah. while they were filming and like a whole bunch of other stuff came up. So like the time between season two and season three was considerable. Yeah. Do you ever get like that feeling like, oh, it's coming back, but I'm a little worried it's not going to be like as good as it used to be? <laughs> do you ever get like that? Do I ever get like that? I'm a Bioware fan. <laughs> I'm in a permanent state of that. I live that. I live that. I just found out that what Direwolf comes out this year. And Dreadwolf. Dreadwolf comes out this year. There's no way that's going to be good. No fucking way. <laughs> Goodbye, Bioware. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, it was actually slated to come out in 2015. Wow. But EA um, shut it down wow. because there wasn't enough extra purchases on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so now, like, Bioware, this is their last gasp. <laughs> if this fails, they're dead. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so like, I get like that. But, like, watching it yesterday or mm-hmm. the day before, whatever, we're watching it, like, I was like, oh, it's the same show. And actually, weirdly, the kid didn't age that much. I was like, that kid's going to be he like He did, though. He did. Because I think he's only supposed to be, like, 10. He's, like, 15 now. And he's like, hey. Hey, I'm an alien tracker. I'm an alien tracker now. <laughs> My jaw's getting thicker somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, hmm. Jake is now taller than me. That's... My 11-year-old 
He's taller than me. But I'm making sure he knows I gave birth to him. You're making sure <laughs> he knows who has the power in yeah. this house. I gave you life. I have the power. <laughs> um, <laughs> to bring it back to a place of He-Man. So, yeah, today we watched Teen Angel. Yep. It was apparently, or at least according to the horrible transfer we watched on YouTube, it was on, I think, ABC Family? Was uh, it? Because it was no, a Buena Vista it, Disney yeah, production. Yeah, so Disney production. So it was Disney. ABC and Disney. ABC and Disney for a while. Wild show for them to go with. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It came out September 26th, 1997. Wild. Wild. Because some of their jokes were very prescient and relevant. Like, they make a... It, it, was, it was weird. You can say it. I mean, they make a Starbucks joke on it. They make a Starbucks joke on it. They make a joke about... Um, the internet. That some of these textbooks use the word Indian, but just remember, they're Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> and if it re- and, and if, if it refers to 1976 as the future... Just ignore it. Just ignore <laughs> it. Like, that was... That was a funny joke, That actually. was hilarious. I laughed so hard at that one. <laughs> but it, but it, it was actually very... Yeah. Timely. It, yeah, it was we it was something about nineteen ninety seven maybe was like in a weird interstitial time mm-hmm. where this show feels very dated. It feels very early nineties, late eighties, yeah. like a full house yeah. uh step by step family yeah. matters type show. But it also had a lot of stuff that you can kind of see where mm-hmm. we were going with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, there was like there was a dumb like dot com joke. Cause like yeah. you asked at one point, you're like when did this come out? And I, I didn't yeah. know off the top of my head at the time. But he's making, like, internet jokes on it. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, 1997 would have been pretty early for... And there was apparently a Starbucks in heaven. So they were making Starbucks or everywhere jokes back in 1997. That's crazy to That's me. That's wild I mean, to me. I mean, I'm not saying that there weren't a ton of Starbucks back then, but I'm just like... God, I don't remember that many. I don't remember it. You know what I there mean? There is only, like, a handful in, in a mall here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe we were just... Not going to coffee places. Well, they were, there was tons of other coffee places at the time. Like Barney's? Uh, yeah, there were Barney's, and there was another coffee place that was really good. And um, I, they're probably all Starbucks now. Yeah. But yeah. but it wouldn't have been as ubiquitous mm-hmm. as it is now. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, wow, some of these jokes are really relevant, and they still make sense today. Yeah, like you can – yeah, it's not like a it's not like an old type of movie or show mm-hmm. where they're referencing something like a lot of Monty Python – Mm-hmm. Like a lot of their jokes sometimes fall flat for modern audiences yeah. because they're talking about a very specific time in Britain. Yeah. In like the late 60s, early 70s. And yeah. if you aren't from Britain in the yeah. late 60s, early 70s, you might not understand some of the jokes that they're making. Exactly. So, uh, or, or even watching, very... or even watching, I'm um, sorry to interrupt, but like Mystery Science Theater 3000s from like the older ones. Yeah. Half those jokes I do not get. Yeah. Like, that's why I like riff tracks or the more mm-hmm. modern takes on mystery science, because, like, I get those jokes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, that's why I was saying it just feels very relevant. And it just goes to show that we have not progressed since 1997. Well, I, I would Since admit. some of those jokes still make sense now. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're still making fun of the shitty education system. They're still making fun of Starbucks everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they have, we have not changed since then. Mm-mm. There's even a Nepo baby joke in There's this. There's even a Nepo baby joke in this. I mean, they don't call it Nepo baby, but we'll, well get to it. Well, he was like, I earned my spot, even well, though I'm God's cousin. You yeah, because yeah, we don't deal yeah. with God. In t- oh, we haven't even told people what the show is about we yet. We deal with Rod, God's cousin. <laughs> Rod, who is Shepherd Book and <laughs> yeah. uh, F- Firefly and Serenity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this came out September 26, 1997. Number one song was Honey by Mariah Carey. Yeah, And the number one that. movie was The Peacemaker. Mm. And this show starred, I'm going to say something wild right here. Okay, this show starred Mike Damis as Marty DePolo. He's the titular He's, he's the angel. He did a good job. He did a great job. I'm telling you right now, yeah. this show is not good. Okay? No, it's no, not, it is not. It's no. not good. I'm no, not no, like, no. going to sit here and recommend it. That would be insane. Yeah. What I am saying is that this kid was probably 16, 17 years old. And he was giving it everything. And the way I was watching it, too, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, so just to get to the premise of the show, because it's so absurd. (laughs) This kid is like 16, 17 years old. He's kind of a Bart Simpson-y, not bad, but kind of mischievous. He's just a 
troublemaker. He's just a little troublemaker, right? Yeah. And he and his friend are sitting in his friend's dirty room, mm-hmm. and he's hungry, but he makes the first joke that made Aaron laugh. Yeah, because I was like, man, I feel that so hard right now. Well, <laughs> well, well he says he's hungry, and his friend's like, I got something downstairs. I got some spaghetti in the refrigerator. And he goes, oh, too far. Too far. And falls back on the bed, and I was like, man, that feels like me. <laughs> I, I relate to that so hard right now. He looks under the bed, finds an old, uneaten hamburger. <laughs> Six-month-old hamburger. This That's gross, guys. <laughs> and he's like, how old is this hamburger? And his friend's like, I don't know, but it's got... It's June, oh. and it has a Halloween wrapper on so it. So it's like six months old. And he's really like, old. he's like, uh, Marty says to his friend, played by Jordan Brower, mm-hmm. who plays Jordan Lubell, he says, I dare you to eat this. And yeah. Jordan's like, no, no, no. I always fall for your dares. I dare you to eat it. Yeah. And Marty says, what's the worst that can happen? I could die? And he eats it. And, and he, he dies. dies. <laughs> Guys, he dies because he ate a six-month-old hamburger. This show starts off with a child dying. <laughs> And I was like, this show's amazing. <laughs> so, so that's like our our our, our premise oh. for this show. And <laughs> I don't even remember why I was going into all that. You were talking about how good he was at acting. Yes, role. yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, okay, so yeah. so he goes to heaven. He meets Rod, God's cousin, who yeah. got his job because of merit. He, by merit, not, not by nepotism. nepotism. He makes that clear. And they say to him, I mean, like. Basically, they're like, you should go to hell, Marty. Which I'm like, yeah. if this child goes to hell, what chance do any uh, of us yeah. have? <laughs> exactly. All he's doing is playing pranks. He's like little pranks. It's like silly string type pranks. And they're yeah. like, you oh, might have you're to, burning in hell, son. But you might like it because all the rock stars are there. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So, so he gets chosen to be the guardian angel for the friend who... He's having it rough because he's going through puberty, not because he killed his f***ing friend. We do not find out what this kid's... I mean, we do eventually find out that his family gets an $11 million settlement for his death. (laughs) But, like, we never check in with Marty's parents. No, ever. 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 We do not know how they are faring after the death, his no. death. We, we, I mean, it's kind of played as a joke, like, oh, they got $11 million. Yeah. And, like, it's like, oh, like, oh, my life wasn't in vain. It wasn't in yeah. vain. Great. <laughs> my parents are great. But, yeah. like, we never check in with them. No. But his role as a guardian angel is that he is helping his friend and he's only visible to his friend. Yeah. Okay? That's where I'm trying to get to with all this mm-hmm. and why I think this kid is great. <laughs> so, yes, he's doing a lot of, like, Ace Ventura, yeah. Jim Carrey stuff, but he's having to do it with no reaction to anybody else on the set. Yes, because mm-hmm. they don't see him. Yeah, so he is like hamming it up mm-hmm. and being funny and telling his jokes and being loud and doing all this stuff like like a Jim Carrey kind of yeah. would, with no response from anyone. And yeah. I think that would be so hard to do. Yeah, he does an amazing job. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, like, we're not we're not kidding about that. He did he did an amazing job. Yes. Absolutely. This show also stars Katie Volding as Katie Beauchamp. I guess that's a little, little girl. Mm. Oh, and a couple people we do know. Yeah, oh yeah. We Guys, got, get ready for this nonsense. We got Conchata Farrell as mm-hmm. Pam. Who is Pam? Pam is not Maureen McCormick of the Brady Bunch. Mm-mm. Who is the hot mom. Yeah, Marsha. Oh my god. <laughs> is her picture for the show from this yes, show? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> oh my god, that is wild. Okay, so Mar- Mar- Marie McCormick liked this. Okay, I do have a little bit of trivia for you okay. on this. Marie McCormick hadn't worked on a sitcom since The Brady Brides in 1981. Wow. Okay. This is 1997, so it's like 16 years later. She got this show and she loved it. Wow. She even wrote about it in her autobiography. Oh my God. And she was so upset because after 11 episodes, the ratings weren't good and they retooled it and they took her character out. Oh, wow. And she was really upset. Yeah. But at that time, she had gotten sober and yeah. she was on Prozac. And she said if she hadn't, but she said if she hadn't been on Prozac, she might have killed herself because oh, she was wow. so upset by the failure of this show. This show only lasted 18 episodes, guys. Yeah. But she did great. My, my big question is who Pam is. Con- Conchetta Farrell. We've seen her in a lot of things. She does like a lot of like uh, Pixar voices. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, like she's a voice of the starfish in uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, yeah. Is the one that's springing to mind right now. But you you know you her. know her. You know her. But like, what does she do? Is she? Are they lesbians? I don't. I don't know what their role is. Because... I think at that time they're not lesbians. They're just friends, friends they're, who help each other. I think, yeah. 
Yeah. But they're they're gay. I think so. Because Marie McCormick, the mom, there's no there's no dad in the picture. Sort of like how historians, when they find two men together in a grave, they're like, they were best, best friends. Best friends. Just best friends. Just best friends. He was trying to reach for something over, over his, his shoulder. Over his shoulder, and that's how they died. <laughs> no, they were fucking gay. They were fucking gay, and they were fucking during a volcano. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were going out like this. But, like, Pam, like... Paul's out. You'd almost think, like, Pam was... Like a housekeeper, like right. like Alice would have been. No, it. but she hangs out on the couch and talks. And, and well, and she says, "I work at the post office." Yeah, and she works at the post office. So yeah, I think they're just friends, quote unquote, who help each other because they're both single. I get like yeah, I guess they just like live together, like yeah. roommates. Yeah. Because even Pam's first line is Marie McCormick in her like negligee yeah. is like getting orange juice out of the fridge, and Pam shows up and she's like. Honey, you look better than I did at my prom. Like, yeah. you're so hot. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think I think that was code yeah. in the late 90s. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Like I said, the show, guys, honestly, it, it even though there was a lot of shit in it, yeah. it's quite progressive. Yeah. For what it is. Exactly. I mean, again. I mean, I'm not saying it's like woke <laughs> no i'm no, just no, saying no. that think about when this was made yeah it like it literally starts off with two teenage boys ranking the supermodels yeah but on the other hand everybody did that god we i, I rank people all the time you you told me fuck mary kill adam he-man or hulk man yeah we just the other night we just did that the other night we, we so did a bunch were... of fuck mary kills for masters of the exactly Universe. so when they were ranking that or whatever i was like that's fine i do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't even be like, ugh, gross. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm sure 16-year-old boys still do that. Dude, I still do that. Yeah, we still do that. So, I mean, like, that's not... I didn't really see that as a problem. So it's not really a, a problem. <laughs> I mean, his his room is a problem. His That was, was chaos. fucking nasty. The fact that you have a six-month-old hamburger under your bed is fucking disgusting. Yeah. The fact that nobody can smell this yeah. rotting garbage under his bed yeah. is Disgusting. And like Jordan basically has Poochie syndrome too. Where like <laughs> if you look at the objects around his room, mm-hmm. they're also disparate. Yeah. It's like there's like a surfboard, mm-hmm. there's like a Sigma Chi book, yeah. there's like everything to imply he's into every this kid is everything. Everything. I wasn't even sure where they were from because Marty DePolo yeah. is like putting on like a New Jersey accent. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Where was this filmed? I have no idea. Is it Nebraska? Nebraska. <laughs> it could be, but he has a rusty surfboard. So I, again, this um, this show is weirdly dark, and I think it could have only been made in 1997. Yeah. There's no way you're making a show this day where the premise is a joke about how a kid kills himself through food poisoning. Yeah. Like, there's just no way no. this gets greenlit no. today. Uh-uh. And I'm like, I'm not even sure if Columbine had happened. I don't know what uh, year that was. I want to say Columbine was 95 or 96. Still, it, I mean, like. It was still really soon. And Columbine was the biggest and the one the, that we all really knew about. Because it was the first big one. Yeah. I mean, they had tons of school killings before then. But Columbine was really the most noteworthy. And then that started all of them. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I think it was. Kind of almost too soon after Columbine, I think. Maybe, maybe. So that they could get away with this kind of thing. Yeah. But now Disney has to put up footnotes being like, hey, uh, killing kids isn't good. Well, yeah. You know. Like, even, like, a movie like Soul Mm -hmm. has to be about a middle-aged man. Yeah. And for most of the movie, he's, like, this amorphous sperm ghost that, like, waddles around. like. We can't show a kid dying. No. Like, Mm-mm. and especially not in a humorous way. Yeah. And in a way, I think that's, I think that's, we're missing something a little bit with that. Not, not to say, not to say that is funny, <laughs> but like, what? it's not funny and you wouldn't get away with it. I'm trying to th- word this in a way. It was a way of like facing death. Right. Like how we can use fiction and literature to help cope with death or yeah. have thoughts about the afterlife. However, mm-hmm. when things become too real in the real world and we are constantly yeah. hit with it, yes, I get it. It's not funny. It's not yeah. a joke anymore. Exactly. But I think there was something in that, like, 
hey, this is something we can joke about and, like, maybe we could talk about. And maybe yeah. we can give people comfort. Hey, this kid went to heaven. Yeah. You know, like, there's there's an afterlife. Right. Like I said, this show will talk about yeah. big theological yeah. issues. Absolutely. <laughs> it's crazy. This show's wild, guys. It's wild. Um, I want to go back to the the main character kid. I thought he was great. I thought he did better than Stephen Dorff did on what a what yeah, a yeah. I thought he gave more in this. Mm-hmm. He was more courageous. Like I'm honest. Like this kid. Can you imagine being 17 years old and carrying the show like he did? That's crazy. Yeah. Dorff felt more self conscious about mm-hmm. what he was doing. This kid yeah. was just like, I'm doing it. Now I'm really upset he hasn't done more. Um, <laughs> The, the other thing I thought was kind of impressive about the show and about this kid mm-hmm. was, again, this show will never be accused of being woke, okay? No, it's not. No. But there is a line where he's like, I have retractable wings. Mm-hmm. You can touch them. And his friend's like, whoa, man. Whoa, another dude doesn't touch another guy's wings. And then the angel kid is like. Uh, he goes, like, get with the times. It's, get with the times. Relax, dude. Yeah. And so basically, it's like, we can touch each other's dicks if we want to. <laughs> It was, like I said, surprisingly progressive for what it was. And then he bugs bunnied that teacher. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. He full on kisses the teacher. Yeah. On the like, like, and mm-hmm. of course the teacher can't see. It. And again, that's, I mean, impressed yeah. of the other actors mm-hmm. not breaking. Yeah. This kid, like seventeen years old, kissing another dude on TV. Yeah. Like again, not woke, but mm-hmm. impressive. For what it is. For what it is. So yeah. like, um. Uh, how does one get approved for Guardian Angel? I thought that was kind of a problem with the show. <laughs> because it feels like, okay, because like you said, like, he's not chosen. The whole show is his friend is depressed because he murdered his friend. With no, a... no, he's not. It's because he's going through the puberty. puberty. That's that's why. And I was like, um, his he killed his best friend. No, no, but he is upset because yeah. Marty's dead. Yeah. Like, and like, but nobody else gives a shit. Nobody else gives a shit. They're like, oh, stop moping around. Get over, <laughs> Get over it, it already. Get over it. And then, like, he gets held back in his, like, history class. Yeah. And the teacher's giving him crap. Yeah. Like, what sucked about that teacher is he comes in and he says those two lines about indigenous people. And it was hilarious. And I thought he was going to be the cool teacher. And then he turns out to be, like, the dick teacher. Yeah. And he's like, why did you get held back? Because you're so stupid. Because he puts a smiley face inside the circle over his eye. Yeah. yeah uh, and I was like, dude. How can you now be a dick? <laughs> you can't can't do that whiplash, that emotional no! whiplash to me. That was a roller coaster ride. So he says to the kid, he's like, "Oh, you failed, you sucked." And the kid's like, "I didn't fail." And he's like, "Well, why are you here then?" And he's like, "I didn't take the exam because I was going through some personal issues." Yeah. And then the teacher's like, "Well, I'm your personal issue now." I'm like, "His best friend died in his room because he forced him to eat a burger." Because it, that was on him cuz I dared him. you. Yeah. That's and what I'm now saying. you're the dead. responsibility, the guilt of that, that should have destroyed that kid. I know. And then and like Pam, yeah. the, the the lesbian, <laughs> the living lesbian, she even makes a joke like about Marty and she's like, "Well, if that kid's dead, he's probably someone real hot getting poked with pokers." I'm like, that's Dude, his friend. I, it was mind-blowing. <laughs> and he was blowing. 16, yeah. and he's not that bad. He didn't rape anybody. Yeah, he's just kind of a... Like he's a, just a prankster. He's just a prank. He didn't rape anyone. He didn't kill anyone. <laughs> he was just a little lazy. He didn't want to go get some Topps ramen. <laughs> I know. So he ate a bad burger. That's all he did. Like, nobody could reach the benchmarks for heaven. No. No, nobody. In this. Nobody. Yeah, and, and that's where the Starbucks joke go- is, by the way, guys. Yeah, it's, there's a Starbucks in heaven, apparently. Yeah, and she's like, they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1997, guys, they were making these jokes. I, like, I mean, maybe that was going on at the time. I don't remember that, though. But See, I think I was still at that point too young to remember too much. And I was too young probably to be a coffee drinker at that time. Right. Because I guess... It makes a little sense because a big thing in Friends was they always were hanging out in a coffee shop, not Starbucks. Right, But, right. like, so coffee shop culture was definitely a thing, I guess, at the time. Yeah, okay. So I guess there were probably a lot of Starbucks, but it just, maybe I was just too young at the time to cue yeah. into it. I don't, I don't know, but it seems wild from a 2024 perspective. Yeah. Where there's literally, in our small town, like six Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Like wait, yeah, we do. Yeah, if you count them up, there's like six of them, and they're not that far from each other. Yeah, they're not. You guys, guess what? We have two Arby's in our town. We have two Arby's <laughs> on the same road. On the same 
road. Like within two miles of each other. We don't even have two McDonald's on the same road. <laughs> That's crazy. We, we live in such a garbage town. <laughs> Chick-fil-A has been ranked the number one restaurant in our town. <laughs> yeah, according to Yelp. <laughs> For like 15 years in a row. <laughs> 15 years running. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Ugh. Living in the South. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was wondering how you get like assigned a guardian angel because mm-hmm. are you just like a lost cause? Because, like, it feels like what this kid is going through is serious, although they're downplaying it as just his puberty flaring. Yeah. What about other kids who have problems? Do they not get live-in guardian angels? I don't know. Mine's been inherited, so I, yeah. don't, I don't know. And they're not – it doesn't seem like Jordan, the friend, is particularly re- religious. Uh, I, I... It's a weird secular God situation, too. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I don't really understand how the guardian angelship works. Because, like, full, yeah, for a, a show that deals so... And I think this is another neat thing about the show. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, it kind of evokes for me, like, Looney Tunes. Right. Is as much as it does evoke God and heaven and spirituality, it's non-denominational. Yeah, that's true. I mean, non-denominational in the sense that I would assume it's like a Christian afterlife. It's right. not Jewish or Islamic yeah. or anything else. Like, yeah. But like, it's not like this is Catholic. It's like the characters aren't religious. No. They're not praying. They're not going to church. Yeah. Like in Looney Tunes cartoons, mm-hmm. you know, when like bugs would die and his spirit would go up into right. heaven or whatever. Like that. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it reminds me of that Dolly Parton movie we watched like ages ago. It was. Uh, Did we cover it for the show? No, no, we didn't. Um, but she dies mm-hmm. and she is turned into a guardian angel to help this other person. Yeah, I remember. So guardian angels uh, in the late 90s yeah. were about people trying to redeem themselves by helping others. Right. And this is like a very, they even make a touched by an angel joke in this yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, it's like a. This one doesn't piss me off like touched by an angel does. Because there's an earnestness to touched by an angel, that a, a seriousness of like mm-hmm. how. Like all of this is God's will. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't want to Those are trials by God? Child molestation? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, like like a a, a show like Touched by an Angel feels like it's like doing mission work or Mm. trying to convert people. It's like a chick tract for television. Yeah. Where Mm. this isn't trying to make you... It's just trying to help people, I think. It's just like, hey, what if this kid died and he was his friend's invisible friend? Yeah. You know, like... Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't even go for the obvious joke, and they might, mm-hmm. of he's, like, told by Rod that, that he, he can, can walk through walls. invisible wall, and walk through walls. walls. And I'm like, oh, he's going into a women's locker room. And they, they didn't go there. They will. I think they will. They 100,000% will. They'll make a joke about it, at They're least. They're going to do it. You think so? Oh, absolutely. It's the 90s. They're going to do it. They're still super sexist. Yeah, but, but... This isn't that progressive. No, 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 no. <laughs> but again, like, the, I think it's the, the fact that this is done... In a joking type manner mm-hmm. that makes it more palatable than like something like Touched by an Angel, which is yeah. like very serious and earnest about what it's trying to do. Right, right. You know what I mean? So like it makes it go down a little easier hmm. in some ways. Can you have a test on your second day of class that's worth 50% of your grade? I mean, I guess if you have a tyrant teacher. That teacher was an asshole because like that doesn't seem right if you ever had a grade that was half of your grade and that uh, happens they, like in college and that shit. happened a lot for me yeah. um they would give you three months yeah you basically have the entire semester to get it done that that's how college was like yeah. basically they would get say on the first day of class like at the end of this class you're gonna have a paper that's x long mm-hmm. on whatever topic you approve and you work on it throughout the semester yeah you, exactly you bring it in for workshopping yeah. and you do it you don't you're not given one night for something that's 50 percent of your grade yeah I, he would be fired i mean Wow, that 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 was bonkers to me. And it was on the James Monroe. Uh, the, it was on the, the Monroe, Monroe Doctrine. Doctrine. It, the reason why they get to assign this thing is because he's making fun of the the angel kid is making fun of the teacher. Mm-hmm. The kid he's trying to help, Jordan, is laughing. Yeah. And so he gets in trouble, and then the whole class gets assigned this it's like incredibly stupid paper. Yeah. And now everyone in class hates him, and he's like, "Thanks, yeah. man. Like you ruined my life." Mm-hmm. And so to solve it, he. Enlists James Monroe's ghost. We weren't sure if he was I, pretending at it first. It was so pixely. I thought he was in hair and makeup. Right. In costume. No, but he's not. But he's not. He actually gets another actor. 
playing James Monroe. I think the most <laughs> I think the most bullshit part of this show is to think that James Monroe or any president went to heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, come on, no, no, no. There's no fucking way any president has ever gone to heaven. But James Monroe <laughs> basically pulls a Christmas carol. Yeah. Ebenezer Scrooge on him where he haunts mm-hmm. the teacher. The teacher's so freaked out he cancels the test. Now this is where the show gets wild to me too. Mm-hmm. The kid who's in trouble, everybody hates him, stands up and he's like, no. You give don't us- get to cancel our test. Well, but he had he a good point. He had a good point. point. He does have, I thought about it. Because he's like, we had to cancel our plans. We studied for this. Yeah. So you have to give us this test. Exactly. It's like I was like, oh my God. My initial rea- yeah. reaction to it was Oh, my God, this kid's going to be even in worse shape. Yeah, and the teacher was like, fine, everybody gets A's and walks out. And then that's okay. And then everybody liked the kid for making him do it. And it's like, okay, so we just got a free A. Because remember, the vice president kid uh, had three dates, and he had to cancel two of them to study for this. Okay, that was funny. I actually liked that joke. (laughs) There's a point where when they're first kind of like getting to know you, angel cute kind of thing. um, he freezes time on the popular kids. Right. And, like, he can say what they're going to be when they're in the future. Yeah. And, like, the popular girl's like, I'm going to marry an 80-year-old billionaire and, like, yeah. be happy or whatever. And the second popular kid's like, I'm going to be vice president of the United States. And I thought it was really funny mm-hmm. that the popular kids actually, like, land on their feet. Because, like, that's what fucking happens. Like, <laughs> the popular kids always end up, like... Uh, nepotizing yeah. their yeah. ways into powerful positions. Yeah. Like, like we like to think that things happen like in Cobra Kai where mm-hmm. Billy Zabka's character who is like a rich bully ends up kind of like a loser. But that's mm-hmm. not how things happen. No, if not. he was like a rich kid as a, mm-hmm. as a rich kid, he's going to be put into schools and stuff to make him yeah. be okay. He's going to just be an older rich bully. Exactly. They don't change. Yeah. He's just... It, no. Like, they're not going to let him fail like that in, in real life. Exactly. So I thought it was funny to be like... You, the, the joke would normally be like, ah, well, those popular kids but get older. But one of them is a shoe salesman. Shoes, yeah. One of them, one of them was a shoe salesman, which was funny. Um, they, what they say that he's like, oh wow, they're gonna do okay. Well, except for the shoe salesman kid. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's the show, guys. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> it literally ended, and we were like, oh, oh. The, the show does get one more knock on uh, James Monroe. Yeah, it does. And um, you missed my one of my favorite scenes. Oh, okay. Go, where please. the plant eats the child. <laughs> yeah. Because... Yeah, guys. There's a plant that eats a child. <laughs> it's, it's, I. And they're all like, oh, let me just get you out of there. <laughs> the the carn- carnivorous plant? Yes. Yep. Yeah. There's That's a, normal. There's a, Yeah, there's a carnivorous plant in this show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> guys, it's crazy. I, I mean, it's crazy, guys. I I do recommend... Uh, I mean, you're not going to laugh with it, but you're probably definitely going to laugh at it. Yeah. And you're going to get some chuckles. If you don't, I don't know what your sense of humor is. You have none. Yeah. Like, you might just need to relax. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's get some reviews here. All right. This is... Uh, well, okay. So far... I'm just, because, uh, like, I, again, guys, I'm sorry. I have been very busy lately. I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. The reviews are pretty good. <laughs> uh, this, we'll go with, um, let's go with the most recent one. Okay, this says, uh, this is from Smurf Hater. Sure. <laughs> Netflix needs, Netflix needs to, after He-Man and mm-hmm. Voltron, they need to do a remake of G.I. Joe. And you said Thundercats the other day. Thundercats. And, nah, not the Smurfs. Smurfs. the Smurfs. I hope Gargamel eats them all. Me too. They look yummy. This person, Smurf Hater, says it's underrated. This is one of the best TV shows I've seen to date. Even (laughs) though they're not all just reruns now, they'll still keep me entertained. The guy who plays Marty is definitely the best actor of the lot. But then again, being dead lets the character be a lot more emotive as hardly anyone can see him. That's, I mean, that's exactly what we're saying. Like, it's not that the show is good. It's not that the jokes are that funny. Mm-hmm. I'm just really impressed with this kid actor. Like yeah. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And he does it in a way, to me, that's borderline. Like, that's really easy that that kid could be really obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. You could easily fall into douche mode. And he skates that line pretty well. Like, mm-hmm. it could go that way, but he right. s- stays on the nice side of it. <laughs> like, watchable side of it. Uh, this one says from... 
IKMC4 says, I love this show. The rest of that other review was just like a uh, recap. Okay. So I think the show was fabulous. I was in the seventh grade, and needless to say, the tagline of eating a skanky burger really caught my eye. <laughs> that was the tag? <laughs> I guess so. So did they tell you how he dies? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I watched like can you imagine Spoiler. Can you imagine this that a commercial this week is like stay tuned for the hit show where a kid dies from food poisoning. From a skanky burger. <laughs> wow. This week on Think TGIF. About it, guys. <laughs> I watched it every week and I'm not afraid to admit that yes, my best friend and I both had crushes on both Marty DePolo and Steve Bosch. What? What the hell is wrong with you? I was very sad, at least to my friend and myself, when it went off the air. Where else are you going to find an all-star cast of the former Marsha Brady and the, I'm not going to say that word, that lady from Mrs. De- Mr. Deeds. I guess that's where Conchita's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowhere. So anyone who thinks this show was lame, remember who the target audience was for. I know that definitely hit the bullseye. I mean, we're still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you were making fun of me for laughing. It was pretty funny that you were laughing because I'm not even making fun of you for laughing. It's more that... I've never heard you laugh so much in any of the shows that we've done. <laughs> so it was really funny that this was the one that, like, tickled your uh, fancy. Let me see if I can find a bad review, but I don't know that there are any. Hmm. It It is one of those shows, again, I don't think the fact that there's not low reviews is a indicator of the quality so much as that the people who remembered this show liked it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they came to IMDb and decided to, I'm at 6 out of 10 and still nothing. Uh, 7 out of 10. Uh, and even the 7 out of 10, the lowest review I have here, I'm not going to read it, but it says uh, a show I remember that deserved better. Mm, okay. So wow. that's the lowest review. So would you greenlight this show oh. today? Or would you greenlight this show back then? Because it's really, it is a tough premise. It's a tough premise. Yeah, most definitely. I, I don't know. Quite honestly, this is in such a weird zone. Yeah, I think the fact that it is older makes it easier to I take. Mean, yeah, I mean, hindsight's always great. Because, like, me but... personally, I do not like things that deal with kid death. Yeah, I don't either. It upsets me because yeah, it's, it's a, a kid, kid death. It's a kid death. Yeah. But somehow this show made it okay. And, like, it feels also like the type of show that's going to bring Marty back somehow. Like, yeah. it's, it oh, was yeah. all a dream because he ate the skanky burger yeah probably you know like yeah. he's gonna wake up and he's he like, was just hallucinating he the was whole halluc- time he but not- he becomes a better person like i 100 percent see like that's where the show's gonna go yeah. so maybe it's the feeling that in the back of my head he's not really dead mm. is what makes it not better is not the right word mm. but like more um acceptable well it's sort of like the the child ghost in umizumi <laughs> that's a good one that one always stops me a bit yeah yeah. Because this there's a baby ghost in Umizumi, and I, the ghosts aren't supposed to be dead people, I don't think. They're supposed to be just ghosts. They're just ghosts. Ghosts are like an, their own Their being. own species uh, in, in Umizumi. And it's like I a think. family of ghosts. And it's a family of so ghosts. So it's like what tragedy befell this family. Like it's, mm, I will always have a hard time with that one. Yeah. And I feel like this is sort of like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I mean like obviously today – I mean, even if I wanted to, no one would greenlight something no, like this. No, it's, it's just not too gonna... many school shootings and now all the Gaza shit. And... Like, I think there's a show very close to a premise I had once called Ghosts mm-hmm. about a, f- a couple that live in a haunted house and there's, like, ghosts from different eras that live in this house. I have not watched it. I have no real intention of watching it. But I noticed just with the poster art, the cover art or whatever for it, all of the ghosts are, like, adults. Yeah. It's not like there's, like, a child ghost. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just don't think we, anyone's going to stomach Mm-mm. a child death. No. I, I'm, again, this goes back to what a dummy, and I saw this, um, I, I, it's funny, because I, I saw this on Instagram. It was a reel of Frank Zappa, and he was talking about how music, and the, he's talking in the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. He's saying that music in the 60s was better, even though this is what I was saying about, I think, what a dummy. He's like, back in the 60s, you had these old guys who were like in charge of the record companies, but 
they didn't let the fact that they didn't get the music stop them from releasing the music. Right. right. I personally don't get it because I'm a 60 year old man. Yeah. But let's put it out there and like it's experimental and like maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't, but we're going to put it out there. And his criticism was the people in that era, 80s, 90s, -hmm. were young guys who thought they knew what was hip. Yeah. They thought they knew what was good and it was hurting music, it was hurting creativity not to let people just do their own thing. Exactly. Well, and now the man owns everything. And now the man owns everything. Yeah, so you're not going to get any kind of new creativity. I mean, this is why... Especially since robots are a part of it now. Yeah, that's why... Because it's all going to be based on... I mean, the fact that the the robots are are, are here Mm -hmm. is like it's just going with what's popular. Mm -hmm. Well... But then it becomes a cycle because the mm-hmm. only thing you're giving us is the thing that you say is popular. So yeah. it becomes like this, like, well, they keep watching. It's like, but that's the only thing you're giving us. Yeah, exactly. So, but they're like, but it's popular. So we're going to give you more. Mm-hmm. There's no one going to be a Innovative robot. or new. An AI is not going to be like, you know what? I'm going to try this yeah. kid show about a kid who dies because he ate a hamburger. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're, like, you're not going to get this kind of shit anymore. Yeah. So, like, I appreciate this era again, mm-hmm. even like. Though, obviously, they wanted it to be a success. Obviously, they wanted it to make mm-hmm. money. They took a chance on something that's yeah. kind of wild. Yeah. Like, you know, so, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And it challenged uh, me, uh, my my cosmology. <laughs> it didn't challenge mine. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just a show. <laughs> it's just a show. And that's what everyone says about Piloting the Pilots, no. which releases each Tuesday and can be found on the internet. What? <laughs> As always, you can contact us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. One thing <laughs> one thing that he did, he, he says at one point, he's like, yeah, you can find me on the internet. I'm a, I wrote it down. www.guardianangel.marty.cooldude.com <laughs> And I was like, I wonder if that's a we real We should web. buy the IP. Because <laughs> I was thinking of buying the IP while it, when he said it. I was like, I bet that doesn't exist. I'm going to own it. We should own it. We and, should own it. And, and like have it like redirect to like a pilot and your yeah. pilot's uh, website <laughs> yeah, or, exactly. or your work website. Sort of like on my Instagram, it's just Calico Critters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I did an interview with a magazine the yeah. other week. And I put on my Instagram and it's just the Calico Critters. <laughs> <laughs> and it hasn't even been updated in like a year or so. It, More uh, than that. Like five? Yeah, it's been a while. It's just old pictures of calico critters but, drinking wine and doing shit. <laughs> but guys, we're going to re-bring back the calico critters Instagram. <laughs> Be aware. We'll let you know when it comes back out. Once we have some t- we, once we have some time. We don't have any f***ing time. <laughs> once we have some f***ing time, we'll do it. Oh. But um, next week, I don't know what we're going to do, Teen Angel. Like last week, this is all like yeah, the liter- literally the morning of at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what we're gonna do next week. Honestly, on the on the fly shows have been great. Yeah, <laughs> I've had so much fun. It's kind of great. Yeah, you know. So, so again, yeah. I, I lesson I, learned: never plan anything. Don't plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> like again, I cannot stress enough. Teen Angel. Is not a good show. No, 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 guys, no, no. no I no, know we no. sound, but we, I we know we are sound- sounding very positive about it, um, but that's only because it's very unique, and, and I feel like we need to uh, show appreciation. for I stuff think like it, that. I think it almost like shocks you into like wow. how impressive it is. Like yeah. wow, and like again, there's like little bits of it. That are genuinely okay. Yeah. Like yeah. the actor, mm-hmm. like some of the jokes were actually legitimately funny. Yeah. And, and just the premise itself is so wild that it's just like, yeah. I don't think my mind is capable of wrapping itself mm-hmm. around that. Yeah, because it is so unique and you just don't get unique anymore. Yeah. You just really don't. I, I think my brain is just like, wow, this is something different. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I'm, I'm sure someone else has done this premise before. I, I just, it just for ABC family, crazy. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see you next week for whatever we're going to do, and I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, be great. <laughs> Let your, your guardian angel a high five for us. Yeah, love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs>